a microphone like this though. I want to get up and start walking through the right? crowd. You do the you do the you do the TED talk. Yeah. Or do Watch like the, the cord. Watch the cord. It doesn't. I don't want it to What's burn. What's it doing? It's close to the fire. I don't uh, want it to uh, burn. Don't burn. Don't burn my cords. <laughs> I need these. We're burning a podcast, guys. <laughs> Is today, I can't remember, is today the first day of fall or yesterday. was yesterday? Yesterday. Was what it a yesterday? change. <laughs> what a change in weather. Yesterday it was what? Like I don't wanna I don't wanna fucking talk about it, dude. This shit depresses me. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm with you. I'm, today sapped all my energy. It's much colder today than like it was what? sixty degrees? Which probably. it felt like it was like thirty, you know, by comparison dude, to what we've had. I was up yeah. at six o'clock in the morning. I usually don't roll out of bed before ten, and I'm at work at like six thirty. It was like in the fifties this Dude, morning. It was, it was 50, popsicle time. Fifty-one, fifty-two. This is that time of year where you got to dress for all seasons. Yeah, because you're gonna go into work cold, and you're gonna come out of work in the summer. Yeah, yeah. For me, I, I mean, I know I'm the outlier. I love it. Yeah, no, I you, love it. You can like my windows all opened. I'm just sitting there like, yeah. No, you can you can go die. I like it though because I do like riding <laughs> Excuse around. Excuse me. Gone, gone. Go, gone, gone, gone. He's right. I like riding around with the windows down in the car. Yeah. And like this is good weather for it. We were we were getting to the point that like it wasn't reasonable to roll the windows down it was so hot yeah it was it was over 90 for a solid like month and a half like you you cracked the window and all of the the air conditioning that you might have built up in your car is gone there were times though where it felt like putting on the ac in the car was just like fighting a losing battle <laughs> and i did roll the windows down it's like let's just go quick yeah <laughs> like the uh i think they said in july it was there was like 18 days out of the month that were over 90 degrees yeah. which is insane because we've you had look entire back, summers that had less than that. I was looking at this when uh, the West Coast was having their their uh, heat wave. Yeah. I don't know if they're still in that. I don't really I don't follow think so. weather. I'm not. I'm not like a, a weather super fan. You're not a weather mark, um, dude. Nah, dude. <laughs> but like, I was looking, and it's like we we had a lot of heat too, but also the humidity was 99 percent all but one day of August. Brutal. Brutal. It was, rough. Brutal. It was soup. You could swim. You could yeah. swim to work. You could. I can't swim, though. I almost died several <laughs> times. Uh, but now we're getting to actually, like, for the first time ever, do what may be a great idea or a terrible idea. I'm going to find out when I edit this. Yeah, it's a <laughs> shit gimmick. I want to say that. We're outdoors. We're sitting in front of a fire pit. We're at my house. It's pretty cozy. We've little little fireside chat for the Elden Ring review. Yeah. Bonfireside chat. Actually, guys, I need to I need to talk to you about something. I need to ask because it's gonna be a topic again. So I'm thinking we may wanna shift gears away from Elden Ring review and we want we may wanna name this the Donkey Podcast because <laughs> we're gonna be talking about him again today. Yeah, yeah. So we might wanna just call it the Donkey Podcast. All right, welcome the to the Donkey Ring, Ring, Ring Review. Podcast. The Donkey Ring Review. This is now the Donkey Ring Review. The new DLC is a uh, pretty lit. Donkey is the final boss. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're sitting outside. The weather for me, is perfect. It's, it's nice. like yeah, it's 60s. hoodie weather. It's just a tough adjustment. Yeah, yeah. it, it is definitely an adjustment from just two days ago. It was like eighty-five degrees. Well, it's actually a, a perfect perfect time to have this conversation. So, something it, it hit me as I was on my way out the door here, and I'm looking around and I'm like, hmm, which hoodie do I want to bring out? Because I've been using like a like because at work like I go into freezers, like I go into refrigerators, so I, I bring a hoodie with me. And it's like a thin, light, like zip up, like doodad thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
But I didn't feel like that would be enough for like sitting outside. Like, so I wanted to get something different. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna change up the hoodie. And I'm like, that was a weird thought. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I do that all the time. But like, I thought to myself, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change up the hoodie. So Absolutely. I went with the the pullover Dark Souls boy. Me, I'm like, it's funny. I have probably like five or six hoodies, but I wear two. I wear two hoodies. <laughs> like last year, I bought a hoodie at Magfest. Dana now wears that hoodie because I never wear it. I wear this white hoodie that I got off of Amazon for like twelve dollars. <laughs> And I have a hoodie that I got in California. I went to this little tiny island called Catalina Island. This, the story behind it's kind of funny. I'm going to try to do a TLDR about it. Mm. So me and Dana, when we went to California for our uh, honeymoon, I set up for three nights on this Catalina Island. I was like, it sounds really cool. It's kind of quiet and remote. There is one town you can, it's maybe like a three block by four block radius. We got there, we showed the whole town in like 40 minutes. <laughs> and we're like, oh fuck, we're here for three days. <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing to do. <laughs> so the we just like, because the big thing about it is there's a conservancy on there and you can like bike ride through like the wildlife lands and stuff like that. But Dana would not bike it. Because it's a lot of like large hills and stuff like yeah, that. And okay. she was afraid of doing it. And I'm like, God damn it. We're here for three days and we have nothing to do. Like we're just going to sit in the room or go to this beach that's like maybe the size of this patio. <laughs> that's like the most like honeymoon trap sort of situation is right. like, well, honey, it kind of sounds like you have nothing to do. Right. I thought <laughs> but about it's it. a little early to start doing that, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I got my hoodie there, the well. and that's my work hoodie. My work hoodie is my one from Catalina Island. I've been wearing it for years. That's my work hoodie. For a long time, I was kind of like single hoodie sort of guy. Like, that's just the one I got going. Don't want to make more laundry, I guess. I, there wasn't really like a logic behind it. Yeah. yeah. But, but now I do actually change it up a lot. I like to like change my color theme yeah. per day and like, like really match. I'm, well, I'm basically a big girl. <laughs> well, like there's a great a, big girl. <laughs> there's like there's like different styles. Like I, for a long time, I was like you know zip up hoodies only because I I wore hats and like I was dumb. So like taking the Wait, hat. Are you dumb for wearing hats? No, no, I, I was, was dumb. About to say. I Wait, was did dumb. Did you stop being dumb? No, <laughs> but okay, I got good. smart in this specific way, where I learned to take the hat off. Before putting the pullover hoodie on, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. <laughs> I still I'm obstinate. These colors don't run. <laughs> but then I got I got the, my first pullover pull. hoodie. It was like it was my gray insomnia hoodie that I still have. But the thing with most of mine is that like they end up getting retired because they all have like the thumb hole. Yeah. So they all end up having that thumb hole, and eventually that thumb hole just becomes a loose cuff. <laughs> so that's they... usually the end of most of my jackets is when the cuffs get too loose. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, that's what it is. But I figure we're, we're we're out. I'm in a hoodie. Pat's in a hoodie. It was good hoodie talk. It's yeah. Good and talk. I had this thought on the way here. Bing bong bang. Absolutely. We both went with the black and white, as everybody can see. Mm-hmm. Yes, as everybody can see. On, Clearly, on, check on, it on out, the guys. Podcast. I got my Magfest hoodie on. I got my Dark Souls hoodie on. Love to see it. Now, one last question about the hoodie, because I want to I want to gauge where you are at. How often 
do you wash a hoodie? I've come to start washing it like pretty frequently, like my other clothes. Um, I think if I, especially like I'm going to wash this after we're done because of the campfire. Yeah, the fire is a different story. Um, but yeah, I'd say like a, every week maybe okay. I'll toss them in because it's dark cold. It's like a sweat jacket, you know, it's it's easy to wash. That's fair. Less often than I should. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> For me, it's like maybe, I'll be honest, maybe I, once or twice a season. Like okay. I wear it yeah. for like three months, I might wash it like twice. Yeah, like and then I'm done. When I when I bust something out or when I like put it away, like that's when. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. I'm yeah. in the same boat as you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. It's well, see, just- then the problem for me becomes when I want to like get an old hoodie. I don't know if I washed it before I put it away. So I don't know if I have to wash it before I take it out. So, <laughs> so it's just like I'm gonna wash it. Just I'm gonna, the yeah. Kids. So just I end up kids. washing them when I bust them out anyway. Yeah, I mean it's like it goes with the same load as like I wash my shirts and my pants. So it's like the easy load. You yeah, know? just toss that shit in. Just toss that shit in. That dark cold load. Boom. Done. All right. So now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to redirect us into like video game talk. I think that's what people expect here. I don't know why. Uh oh. Are you going but, big mode? But I, I I might be going big. He's mode. going big, dude. But like what I'm gonna try to do is somewhere in the middle I'm gonna add in some stories because you just gave me a bunch of shit about us having stories at the end and the beginning. So now <laughs> I'm gonna put some in the middle. Wait, we did or were the comments? No, you guys did on the last oh. episode. Oh. You guys were like, all the stories are at the end and the beginning. It's yeah. <laughs> not in the middle. In in the news industry, I believe they call that burying the lead. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna put we're gonna put some stories in the middle. But speaking of big mode. Again, in the news, well, I shouldn't say in the news, in Twitter world, Donkey is getting dunked on by the Twitter community. The epic Googass himself. The epic Googass himself. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he's getting all sorts of crap because he started Big Mode being like a indie publisher. It's an indie publisher. You know, he wants to help creators, you know, get their games out there and help them get the resources that they need to start creating their games or whatever they might need. Now, he posted his announcement for that, what, two days ago, a day ago, something like that? I think it was two days ago. Um, Frank and I were talking about this, and it sounds like you guys had the same conversation. (laughs) I watched that whole video bracing for the punchline. Yeah. And I, I, I... had to explore like the description in the comments because I'm like I don't get it. But, but like I, I'm watching the video and I'm like associating the clips with it and I'm like the things that he's talking about like cuz I watched the video on these games like th- that's the joke, right? Like that specific clip is the joke what he's talking about. Like I was doing like frame by frame meta analysis like is he mm-hmm. being funny? I was no. waiting for him to drop like a, at the end like something about Super Mario Brothers two <laughs> yeah, or like, like Minecraft <laughs> Mondays or some shit. Minecraft Mo- Among Us Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps you guessing. He's a great. He's wow. a great creator. Video game donkey has opened up his own publishing studio. Yeah, and I and the thing is, when I think about it, is of course a large group of the people that were brigading against it are going to be JRPG fans. And to a certain degree, like, I sort of get what they're getting at, but I also don't. They're like, you know, how can you trust him to be a publisher when he's openly come out and said he doesn't like JRPGs? It's like, well, he'll probably not publish JRPGs. Yeah, he probably won't publish JRPGs. Like, yeah, it's not like they does, can only buy his game. No, yeah, one, like, no one's yelling at Activision for not going after R- JRPGs. Exactly. Like, are like, you kidding me? Yeah. But, 
the thing is, I was saying this to Pat before you got here. One of the things I think is going to be the way it works for him, at least in my opinion, is most of it's not going to be coming through. Like he's going to be bringing money to these developers or these, yeah, the developers. I think a lot of it is going to be him because he's got that name, because he's got that brand. You know, there's a lot of people that trust his word. When he yeah. says a game is good, people trust that. And he's got strong so, conveyance when he's saying it. The guy's got a real marketing yes. look to him, you know? Mm -hmm. like, and I think that is going to go a long way for a lot of these smaller developers. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. The biggest thing to me is going to be that first game. If that first yeah. game winds up being a flop, Big Mode's going to be in a lot of trouble. Because then all the, all the haters will be like, see... Well, I the told I, you. Then the I told you so start coming yep. out. Yeah. I told you it was going to happen. It happened. You know, and that would be my concern, you know, if I were in his shoes is you got to, more than any other game, I think you need to make sure that that first game is a certified banger yeah. of a game. Because if not, you're in. Here's an idea. I think he should release Shovel Knight. Yo, that's a yeah, good game. Great game. I actually got a great transition there. Is today though. the 24th? Yes, it is. That's actually Shovel Knight just Shovel Knight Dig is out. That's why I had to, like, <laughs> I knew. I, I knew, but I, I just didn't, didn't know what day it is. serve it up for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what day it is. <laughs> Amanda mentioned it. She's like, what is this? Is this Shovel Knight DLC? Yo, I can't wait to play it. Like, Hive Knight. And scrap night. Well, like apparently, it's a it's a prequel to 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 torment or Spectre of Torment. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. It's okay. like it's like pre Enchantress Shovel Knight. Okay. Wow. I'm yeah. In. The I'm prehistoric in. times. Yeah. I am. I am like, so in for this. What made him the Shovel Knight? I would assume. Yeah. Like I honestly thought months back when they made their announcement for Mina the Ho or Mina the Hollower, I thought that announcement was going to be for Shovel Knight too. I really did. Whether it was a prequel or a sequel, I didn't know. But when they made that announcement, a little bit of me was disappointed yeah. when it wasn't Shovel Knight. But when I saw Mino the Hollower, I was like, all right, this game's kind of fucking cool. <laughs> In a way, <laughs> like, I'm glad. Like, I do think that they've same. done so much work on Shovel Knight and they keep releasing stuff. And I think general audiences wouldn't feel this way necessarily, but I do think that there's a spiritual element for the guys making it. Like... You kind of need some breathing room Agreed. after doing all these DLCs before you start making the next iteration. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it, I think it's a good you know change of pace for them. Get a, getting away from that. It's very like almost Castlevania meets Link's Awakening. That's what it felt like watching the the announcement video because it has that very GBA or not GBA gay boy color look to it mm -hmm. and like it has almost identical flipping animation to link in link's awakening on the game boy but you have a whip instead of a sword so it's kind of okay. castlevania meets yeah <laughs> it'll be link's interesting awakening. especially because uh i started playing infernax and it i just can't get past that some of the visual elements are stunningly like Shovel Knight. Like yeah. the menu, it looks like they use the Shovel Knight developer tools, <laughs> but I have looked all over and I have there's no evidence of this being the case. So it just kind of freaks me out every time I play it. But that's what I think of when I hear like the, the Zelda 2, Castlevania 2 sort of thing. It, it'd be interesting to see how it compares. Yeah. It is. 
I love. I I really enjoyed Infernix. Like if if you, I I strongly encourage to keep playing it. It's a it's a very. Good I already game. beat it. Oh yeah, that's right. You beat it the first night. Yeah, that's dude. what you said. I that's, beat it in like a minute. Well, it's because you're not a you're not a diaper baby. Yeah, dude. I'm just really good at video games. I know I know how to think laterally. Wasn't that a thing in Far Cry Four? Like you could beat that game in like the first five minutes if you don't. If get you up don't from get the up table. from the table, he comes back in. And he's like, "Oh, let's let's he's work like, together. All right, and that's let's go do this." Thing. And then you get the credits. And the game just ends. <laughs> yeah, I think the bad guy like invites you over, and he's just like, "All right, let's go uh, fix the problem now." <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And the game just ends. <laughs> and you beat you technically beat the game. It rolls yeah. credits. <laughs> it kind of sounds like that's the good ending. <laughs> Is that the any percent speedrun world record? Maybe. That would certainly be a commentary, because, like, not that I think Far Cry has very strong theming, but does seem to be built around, like, look at all these awful things you're doing. It's like you're a bad person. Mm. Bad things like what? Like, murdering people a lot. Um, you mean having fun? Do you gamble? Yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of the idea. It's like, this is fun, isn't it? Aren't you such a bad person? Yeah, can you, well, there was gambling can you, can in, in Red Dead Redemption. Actually, yeah, Far Cry Three does have poker. Okay, that's a that's a big part of the end of the game. So well, it just goes to show gambling is a sin, <laughs> and you shouldn't do it. <laughs> gambling is a shit sin, and it's I a almost said a sin. sin. <laughs> it's a shit, shit sin. sin. It's a shit sin. Not dude. only are you going to hell, but now you're poor. <laughs> but speaking of that, so for those that live under a rock, I would say. Twitch is on fire right now with all the stuff that's happening. Yeah, it's, it's so much. I feel like I don't know all of it really. It just keeps happening. There, so it never ends. So there, there's the gambling thing. Apparently, there's also like a, a potential like assault allegation yes. that's being thrown around. I don't know if it's tied in with that, but some of the like the players involved in some the, of the gambling thing are also involved in the in the yeah. sexual assault. Like it's. There's a, a there's a lot happening. Yeah, like that part of it is very heavy. Like it got like when you're talking about the gambling thing, like it's easy to make jokes about. It's easy to sit there and just be like, this thing is turning into a shit sandwich. Because we're talking about ethics, where I think when you get into like the assault stuff, like you're getting into some pretty detailed accusations and like accounts of events. Yeah, and, and the whole thing with that, with the with the, with the sexual assault side. So I have a general idea of it now. I don't want to. I don't like looking into that stuff. Yeah, like, like well, because I feel like there's already a degree of like. Uh, attempting to sway you on this or, or damage control or what like without even putting a spin on it like there's there's an attempt to control the narrative already you know well mm -hmm. that was that was the big thing so according so basically it all tied into the twitch gambling thing so people were arguing about the twitch gambling because of this a, a pretty prominent streamer by the name of slicker slicker basically scammed other streamers and his viewers and moderators out of like $300,000 okay. that he was using on sports betting. So people started, other Twitch streamers started coming out and talking about, you know, we need to ban gambling on Twitch. Like, it's just a problem. And, you know, I think for other ethical reasons that they should have banned gambling on streaming for entirely different reasons than the ones they're talking about. But, you know... Either way, I think it's a net positive that people are talking about it. But essentially what happens is 
the Twitch streamer Trainwrecks was coming in defense of Twitch or gambling while the other Twitch streamer, Ms. Kiff, was like, no, you need to ban it. And Trainwrecks is like, yo, if you're going to, if you're going to, basically it was, he was talking about people are getting scammed by gambling streams. And Trainwrecks is like, that's not how it works. And something about Jolt Coin, I don't know anything about that. No, this is the first Wait, time literally. So apparently, train re- Trainwrecks had something to do with a. So like he has a, like a crypto sort of. Like a crypto thing. Jolt Coin. And I think people were saying it was a scam. I don't know anything about it. So I don't want to speak on it. Because I'm not going to sit down but and that, say. That was the, the implication. That was, was the implication by Ms. Kiff okay. was that you scammed people with this Jolt Coin. And Trainrex just comes in boxing gloves on like, motherfucker, if you're going to sit here and talk about me, let's talk about the fact that you covered up a sexual assault. And, like, it was like, holy shit, like, this just got real. Yeah, that's... This just got super real. And I just... I want to talk about the funny side of it, man. This is too much. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, the, the, like, no, I think the brass tacks on like how it needs to be talked about how about. how it came to light at least, like what the stream was like. Yeah, like it happened. Like, this apparently, is... this happened a year ago. Oh, this and was the, a year ago. The sexual assault happened a year ago, and basically, oh, okay, okay. the girl, the girl, I think her name is Alana Lee. I think or Adriana Lee. That's it. I don't want to. I don't want to get her name wrong. Um. She, you know, this happened basically. She was at a party. She got a little too drunk. She went into a bedroom to go lay down and, you know, rest. So this guy, Crazy Slick, another streamer named Slick. So people were getting him confused with the guy Slicker Slicker, thinking he did it, but it wasn't him. Um, Came into the room and tried checking her pulse on her neck and on her chest. Now, I don't know anybody who checks a pulse on the chest. Maybe like, thinking check for a heartbeat. For a heartbeat, like, yeah. Yeah, you would th- That's a little weird, but at but... the same time, you know, checking the neck is like the 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 way or on the wrist. I, I guess if you didn't you really didn't know and you're basing it just on like things you casually saw on like television. That's like, like the, that, the heartbeat, but that's still That's weird. like the Andrew Tate way of checking a heartbeat. <laughs> Well, he'd probably tell her, like, but, yeah, you know exactly. what? I'm not even going to talk about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, so that was it the whole thing. It becomes this whole thing. So, apparently, she was going to talk about it. Ms. Kiff and two other streamers, I think Mitch Jones and Maya, came to her, helped her write her twit longer that responded to it, making sure they responded to it in a certain way. Because Ms. Kiff was friends with this crazy slick, and they didn't want to get the basically they didn't want to get this dude canceled. Okay, they didn't want him to be completely ostracized from Twitch streaming or streaming in general and stuff like that. So that was essentially how they handled it. How made her write this, and then so Trainrex brought this up and gave her the opportunity to speak about it, like. Some people were giving him crap because they're like, you're taking advantage of this moment, this opportunity, you know, to talk about this thing that has to do with her. And she came out and said, look, I was talking to him the whole way. I was talking to him the whole way. This was the right time to do it because I'm a smaller streamer. There are bigger streamers. It was getting swept under the rug and he gave me an outlet to be able to speak about it. So, like, as... 
in the moment, it might not have seemed like the right thing, but it absolutely, I think, in my opinion, was the right thing to do in that moment, even though it may have seemed like something that, like, you're trying to, like, almost get the attention on yourself, but he pushed the attention towards her so that people were listening to her, not him tell you about it. Okay. So, so are you guys familiar with how the whole slicker thing came out? Not not the crazy slick, the slicker thing. The slicker gambling thing. I think wasn't it like videos? So like he had sent a bunch of he had sent something? a bunch of videos, and initially started because he had sent a bunch of videos to people asking for money, saying that his like his bank account had gotten frozen, and someone usually a good sign. Someone linked it, like someone had gotten sent one of these videos, and they leaked it, and he basically got me tooed. Everyone else was like. I got one of those messages too. Yep. I got one of those messages. And then you find out that he's been asking people for for all kinds of money, including his, the moderators of his stream, at which point they hijack the stream, go live and start playing these videos. Oh boy. His viewers too. Like you take So like, it oh, sounded it gets, like it he gets was. better. And this actually ties into something that like we meme about. Yeah. Did you watch the confession stream? I did not. Did he? Okay. <sighs> this is the toughest bro, video I've ever had to make. Bro, did, did he do it? Bro, did he do it? Bro. Please tell me he did it. He starts the stream. He says zero words for about three minutes. And then, for three minutes? <laughs> That's ridiculous. The only sounds you can hear for the opening three minutes are him, like, fake sobbing. <laughs> wow, dude. Apology so, theater is on. Dude. It we're hitting the whole bingo card here, okay? All right, so crying. We so got he, that. he starts with the crying. And the I long didn't, pause. We got the long pause. The long pause. <laughs> he, I, did, I wasn't watching it. I was kind of like around and about my house. At, and I heard him, I didn't hear the whole phrase, but I specifically heard him say two words, hardest thing. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh. he said. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was the right thing. To there do. was like an absolute refusal to actually apologize. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. 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 I'm enjoying this. <laughs> the the best part of the whole stream, though, the best part of the whole stream, and it's why I recommend you guys go watch it. Oh boy. Because like I I watch like part of the beginning, and then I watch like the last like four or five minutes, and he shows his chat on stream. And at some point, like in the first couple of minutes, his chat was like, oh, don't believe the haters, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, by the time I came back, they were like, 100K fraud is minimum four years. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was in sub only mode. Wow. Some, oh boy. some guy named Hello Casino Online donated a dollar to tell him, you know, you're just one big win away from solving this. Like,. <laughs> People were, Holy shit. people were donating bits to tell him, like, you know, you deserve what you got. Like, oh, at some point they turn on him and they were fucking savage. It was the fact that he didn't actually cry from what they were saying to him. Shows how little he cared. Or that it was pre-recorded. Yeah. But, or that he's been aware of this longer than they have by a long shot. Yeah. yeah. But th at some point they turned on him, and I want, I kind of want to go back in the stream and like find that point. Yeah, like, just, just like Bart and Lisa with the video of rap, like you can see, you the, can moment see the moment his heart breaks. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I want to, oh. I want to see that because like, just 
it's they fucking they go at him and I'm like, yeah, you, you kind of deserve this. Yeah, absolutely. 100% you deserve it. And you know, like Sweet Anita almost got caught up in it. Do you know who like yeah. uh, Anita is? Yeah. The, the she Tourette's has Tourette's, streamer. Yes. Yeah. You do you know Sweet Anita, the no. streamer has Tourette's? No, not at all. Yeah, she does a lot of like clicks and boings and Right. She curses at people a lot. It's very funny. It's very funny. Right. It's very funny. But, like, he tried to get all these people involved in this. Like, uh, XQC was one who was noted that got one of these requests and <laughs> couldn't. <laughs> well, he couldn't because he was deep into gambling himself. Yeah, yep. That's why I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> he Go- couldn't give him any money because, like, I was going to ask you, bro. Kind do of you, thing. Do you well, remember our previous podcast a month and a half ago where we had Pizza's Moment of Wisdom? Riot cautioned, don't gamble. I wasn't foreshadowing this episode, but now I decided I was. <laughs> well, that's well, how foreshadowing works. Yeah. Like, here's You're the- like, that's what I was talking about then. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Bang. Here, Here's the thing. And uh, we're, we're going to have another one of those moments where I'm about to go off because I have to go off and it just bothers me. So, Trainwrecks was one of the people. Yeah, he, he, he gave him $100,000. $100,000 to help him with this shit. And then proceeds to continue to advocate to continue having gambling streams. Because his argument is, well, he was gambling on tennis and golf. He wasn't doing slots. He wasn't doing any of that stuff. So, it? it's like, alright, so we're going we're gonna to start cherry picking our argument now. Just because it's this type of gambling, that means that it doesn't matter. And part of his argument was that he sat down and said, you need to blame the individual, not the gambling itself. And it's like, first off, that argument's weak. Yeah, because I, I there like is he's so it much... mutually exclusive. Yes. Like, that's, that's kind of not true. Here's the thing. Like, there have been enough studies done on gambling and its effects and how it creates addiction that it doesn't work that way. We can't sit down and be like, oh, well, you have to blame the individual. Like, that's part of it for me. But the other part is, are you really going to sit down and say, as you're sitting there doing a stream on stake.com or whatever, and you're making all this money, and yes, okay, part of your argument was that people who don't show their losses and stuff like that are predatory and they should be banned. And I agree with them on that, but I think it should be banned altogether because here's the problem. When you think about gambling, and I think this is what he doesn't think about, it's why people gamble. If you're sitting there at a slot machine and that slot, say, costs $1 and you're pulling 100 times and you lose 99 times, on that 100th pull, you win $75, you forget about the 99 that came before it because that 75 just looks so much grander than the $1 you put in to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So there is a predatory element to gambling in itself. So to, to disregard that is insane. But on top of that, we're talking about the internet. And for him to sit down and say that, like, I'm not going to judge him as a human being, but on this particular case, I'm like, bro, you are, this ain't it, chief. Because the thing is, we all grew up as the internet came to be. Like, 
Mm-hmm. The internet was not what it was, what it is now when we were growing no, up. We kind of watched it become that growing up, but it wasn't like that to start. Like Facebook didn't come around until we were in college. We've we've watched quite the mutation. Yeah. And here's the thing. When when porn sites and still to this day, when porn sites were made, all that is required is there's a little button that says, Are you 18? And all you gotta do is hit yes. They're not like Yo, show me your photo identification so that you can prove that you're 18 years old. Some of them did. Some of them did. They required credit cards. And actually, fun fact, that's who we have to thank for Amazon. Because they're the ones who refined that internet pro- like credit card processing shit. Yeah. Like, they're the ones that put that framework in place. But, but Just here, to guarantee that their, their people were 18. Here, here's my thing. Don't ask me how I know that. About that. <laughs> So many things were advanced by the adult entertainment industry. Like, when you think about it, if a kid could get their hands on their parents' credit card, which happens more often than I think people are willing to admit. so It happened some, before smartphones. Yes, it happened well before smartphones. Let's let's not pretend like we all didn't order a porn on, on, on your DVR pizza. at some point. Oh, I was or so terrified of ordering from the DVR because I knew it was going to show up on the cable bill. So I didn't. Uh, a friend. You found back a different way. <laughs> no, well, the internet. Yeah, you know, as long as you true. clear your browser history, they're definitely going to find it. But you know, uh, plausible deniability is a thing. Well, I think another thing with the whole like gambling, like the the Twitch. So Twitch is banning certain sites from yeah. certain being specific streamed. sites, and they're saying that this is not an exclusive list. This well, is a more, growing list. I think the idea is that they want to ban anything that's not. Regulated, regulated with yeah by U.S. regulation. They gave really specific cases of acceptable things like fantasy sports, sports betting, and so I can't remember the other one. On the way over here, I heard a commercial for uh, some. I think it was like a Valley Forge online casino. Okay, yeah, and I think we can thank COVID for that. Honestly. It's weird. It was starting a little before that. And you know yeah. who knows how to get around like legal restrictions and legal regulations? Casinos. It's legal casinos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, what happens when, you know, you know, stakes.com or whatever or, or coinflip.com or, you know, whatever website, gambling site is run by like Valley Forge. Like those ones are banned, but this one is like it's already a casino here. Why can't you just go to the website? Yeah, they're starting to key in on that. And there's there's some that are legal in our state, Pennsylvania, yes. I believe. But yeah. here's a question: If anybody listening uh, wants to leave a comment that can give like a legit answer on this, I'm curious. Like, not from a legal standpoint, because I think that that's quite clear. But from a technical standpoint, what's to stop someone from using like a geolocation v- changing VPN? To say that they're in New Jersey gambling to to spoof the app. That's a fair point. I don't, I'm not, like, I feel like if you won a lot, that would get looked into. But just from a technical standpoint, what's to stop you from doing that? If anybody knows that, please leave a comment. So, if anybody works in casino cybersecurity, please let us know. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people that might have a good answer. Like, I'm I'm actually, like, really fascinated. Because I've asked some people that do sports gambling on their phone, and, like, they looked at me like I was talking in Egyptian or something, you know? I think the the problem with gambling on stream, like any kind of gambling on stream, is that the potential is too high for bad actors. Absolutely. Yes. Like, you you would have to, like, blanket ban and then give, like, exceptions that are allowed to instead of, like, you know, kind of, like, specific bans. 
and then everything else is just kind of good until it's actually banned too. So here's my big thing, going back to my rant. (laughs) The, my problem is this, you guys know, I, I very much am involved with my community. I talk to them. I've, I've spent time with them over the past six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. And some of the people that have been in my community have been here since they were young teenagers, 13, 14 years old. And am I supposed to sit down and be able to sleep at night? And this is where my argument is to somebody like train wrecks. I'm supposed to sleep at night thinking to myself, I did a gambling stream. That kid got his parents' credit card, goes out, blows $10,000. Now the parent has to deal with that because the the casino is not going to be like, oh, well, that's just a funny misunderstanding. Don't worry about it. It's like, no, you owe that money and you're going to have to pay it. And the credit card company is going to be like, well, we're not fixing it either. You have to pay that back. You should have had your, your, your credit card secured. And I'm supposed to sit down and say, well, that's the kid's fault? A 13, 14 year old? A kid? Like kids, let's let's be real. Kids are stupid. We were stupid when we were that age. We made a lot of dumb choices. Like, you're gonna sit down and tell me with a straight face that you're gonna put all the blame on them and you're not gonna put any culpability on yourself. I'm not saying you're fully to blame. I mean, if we're gonna prevent it from happening again, then you need to consider the other option because like kids as a as a matter of fact. Kids are always going to be this way. You can't correct the problem because the kids are like they're always growing up and new kids are happening. Yep. It's this amazing thing that happens. <clears throat> and they have to learn too. Like that's why this is so effective and it's why children are preyed upon is because they're always impressionable. Yes. They are always impressionable. It's a great market to tap into if you can do that. I feel like part of the argument that if it hasn't been said yet, then it will is like, well, if I don't get the like if they don't hear from me, they're going to hear it on the radio and they're going to go do it. Right. But it's like there there's a flaw there, too. You're arguing, well, well, you know, why are you banning it here if they can hear it on there? Like basically as if to say, like, why would you do anything if you can't fix the problem literally everywhere in the universe? Yeah. You know, like they're trying to people are trying to take steps to correct this. Yes. I, I think that's reasonable. And, like, legitimately, and I know it's going to sound like fluff, obviously, because, you know, we're on a podcast, but legitimately, if something like that happened in my in my community, like, I'd feel responsible. I'd feel like I, I'm going to be like, shit, I got to give this person $10,000 now, and I don't have $10,000 to give, but it's my fault. Like, I created this. Like, if I didn't do this gambling stream, it never would have happened. Well, further, you don't want it to happen to somebody else, too. Like, if it, what if it was careless? Like, you wouldn't want to act like be incidentally like making multiple people do that. You would try and change what you were doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially like the bigger your audience got. But like the problem with a lot of these bigger streamers is that like like psychologically speaking, you only have enough room in your space for like twenty people tops. Yeah. Everyone else then just fits into these archetypes, like filing cabinet you have in your brain. And so, like, Twitch viewers, are, they just get shuffled away into, like, a, a, one of those filing cabinets. It, it becomes a super parasocial it's relationship. The, it's the SpongeBob meme. Yeah. Where, like that episode where he's in his brain trying to find, yeah. like, his name and shit. But it's, it's, That's what it is. <laughs> but it's thousands of people who think they're friends with someone who, like, barely knows they exist. Mm. The influencing power of Twitch streamers is 
super outsized. Like you would not expect it to be what it is. Especially for what kind of neck beards a lot of them are. Well, that's that's the other thing I wanted to talk about with this whole thing, with the whole drama thing, because that got me. I talked about it a little bit on stream two nights ago, but like, it's incredible to me, and I feel like. This moment, in some ways, was a good thing because it addressed an issue that I think exists. And that's, I've always made a point to sit down and and make that clear line. Like, you, I am not friends with my audience. You know, I could be friendly with my audience, of course. But we're not friends like the three of us are. Yeah. Like, we know each other in real life. So, when we do stuff together, it's because... All jokes aside, we genuinely enjoy each other's company. Like, that's the thing. Where what you're seeing now with what everything that went down on Twitch is that all of it was all transactional, but they wanted you to believe that it wasn't. Like, you have all these Twitch streamers that were collaborating with one another, and then after all this went down, they're all fighting with each other. There's so much infighting happening. Hassan and... Pokimane are fighting with XQC and Trainwrecks, and this one's fighting with that one, and that one's fighting with this one. It's like all these people work together, mm. and they made you believe that they were all friends because they collaborated together, and I think that was disingenuous of them to make you believe that that relationship between them was different than the relationship between you and them. And I think that's a messed up thing that happens a lot in this atmosphere. Like, when you I do think, think about they talk out of both sides of the mouth yes. with the parasocial relationship thing, you know. It's and I get it's how they make their money. Yeah. But like there has to be a boundary because like there isn't like obviously socialization should exist. Like broadcasting ideas should exist. I'm not trying to like be closed off. Like collaboration should exist. Absolutely. But be, but but be like they are definitely creating this 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 environment where it feels very personal and like it's not and like it gets to the level that it feels kind of predatory. Like low-key predatory emotionally. That's where you get these ships and stuff. That's what mm -hmm. that's what the kids call them, yeah. shipping people. I don't think anyone's called it that since like the early aughts. All right, well, I don't um, know what it is. I think, I think I think it's making a comeback now. Yeah, as we get ready for the the, the aughts oh. cycle. Let's see, like we're going shorter than decades. So the nineties uh, nostalgia wave is going to be like really short. Okay, and we're going to hit Thank the aughts God. really fast. Thank God, really fucking. There's going to be one grunge band, and then that's it. Dude, <laughs> get ready. One. We're going to have an everything and nostalgia it's be wave Valhalla. soon. <laughs> it's, a, it's a non-stop wave of all the nostalgia cycles. Like I forget what I was saying now because you made me think of the 90s and it erased my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but like that that that's a big thing to me is like oh, be, shipping. Be transparent with people. Be transparent with people. Like you know, I'm obviously not as close with some people like I'm not I'm not friend like close friends with Kara. We've collaborated. Sure. But we're not close friends. And I think both of us would agree on that. Like there was a mutual thing that we could talk about that we could work together on. And that works. But I'm not gonna sit down and be like, oh yeah, you know, we're like best friends and we're gonna get a content house together and all this <laughs> bullshit. Like 
It's just so fake. A content Get, house. Yeah, dude, I just want to talk about that I for a second. I just love the idea. I hate it. Shit. And I hate I, you for saying I you like it. I love it because it's such a fucking farce. Like the idea that people are living in like this Brady Bunch fucking house, their tree house where they can have their club and they just stream all day and they fucking love it. Like it's so ridiculous. It's so dumb, dude. It's absolutely farcical. I, and I just, I love that anybody even attempted to present it as realistic. My, my favorite is like the, uh, the crib style like tours mm -hmm. like hey guys this is the phase house well to bring it back to our uh, our, our theme the Donkey did it with the 1000 thieves or whatever or the 100 thieves million thieves <laughs> oh my god it's so stupid I love it wait it's the rocket mortgage league of legends room where's the rocket league <laughs> <laughs> oh look at that fire but yeah Frank Stoke in the fire yeah, and it yeah, just dude. looks good we're we're having a bonfire side chat here on the the donkey ring review. The donkey ring review. What if donkey is Radagon? Did you ever think of that? Once. <laughs> <laughs> Just once. You motherfucker. It wasn't right. Yeah. It wasn't right. Yeah, because the game specifically tells you that that Radagon is donkey. Uh. Oh, well, I had it backwards. But I guess there's no, like, associative property. No, there's not. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Triangulative Bro, property. that was like a fucking spoiler, man. Like, you spoiled the whole game for people now. <laughs> now they know Radicon's donkey. <laughs> you just get to the end of the game, it's like, hey, it's a me. He's like, ah, so spaghetti your brother's tongue. <laughs> 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 he just turns into Super Mario Bros. 2. <laughs> The Elden Beast comes out like a shy guy. <laughs> <laughs> but like that 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 type of stuff is the stuff that really has like being one hundred percent transparent with you guys, like seeing all of it happen kind of annoyed me. Like on a personal level, which I I really wish it didn't happen. Yeah. But it did. Cause I'm like, you know, I've been here for ten years doing this and like I don't care about being the biggest streamer on earth what bothered me about it is that I've had times where people have come in and been like this dude's fucking cringe and shit like that because I've been very like open and honest about you know I haven't always been a great person when I was a teenager I kind of think I was a piece of shit but like I've grown and uh, learned and like I don't know man sounds kind of cringe <laughs> Oh, fuck you then. <laughs> Yo, what if cringe was in, though? You're ahead of the game, dude. Oh, my right, God. That works. I, I mean, if that's the is case. It the, are we talking the 80s nostalgia wave? <laughs> no, we're talking the cringe nostalgia wave. <laughs> we're all ready to the cringe nostalgia wave? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm cringing so hard already. <laughs> my face is collapsing. <laughs> but it was like, it's one of those things where it's like, there are, once I got past my own shit, it's like there's so many people on these platforms that are like genuine people that really care about what they're doing, care about their communities, care about doing something fun and interesting and not being involved in any of the bullshit. And they all get ignored. And you're seeing that more and more now. It's becoming more and more obvious with the latest news. So going back to the gambling thing, Twitch, as we talked about, like sort of banned gambling, but not entirely. They kind of made a move. But then in the middle of the night, 
Well, they, they're, they're kind of making a gamble on that one. They're not banning gambling completely. Exactly. Like, <laughs> then in the middle of the night, so people were happy with the decision they made. And then they were like, yo, people are happy with us. Hold my beer. Let me fix that. <laughs> and we're like, well, we're going to get rid of the, the 70-30 split revenue share for Twitch streamers. And now... So the way it used to work is the top echelon streamers would get 70-30 splits. So what they're doing now is they're switching it. Now the top, instead of the bottom getting 70-30, they took the 70-30 from the top, and now they get 50-50 too. And it sounds like on top of that, they're moving towards forcing advertisements. I saw, did you see uh, one of your favorites, uh, Germa said. He said he'll leave. If they force ads on him, if they make him force ads, he will leave Twitch. I mean, at that point, there is literally no reason to just drop down to Twitch affiliate and also stream on YouTube. Sure. There's no reason not to be a multi-platform streamer This might be streamer what makes point. YouTube streaming work. Well, here's what I'll say. I, I, I've been thinking, I've been talking about this a little bit lately, about Twitter. YouTube has been very, very smart about the way they've been moving forward with getting into the streaming game. Now... For the people who want to make the argument, I've I've watched videos from Moist Critical and stuff talking about discoverability is better on Twitch than it is on YouTube. And I will argue, yo, I've been here for 10 years. My average stream size is like five streamer or five viewers. Tell me discoverability is good. Yeah, it like, might be better, but like it's we're, still we're talking good. about shit versus crap, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. It, they both suck at it. You didn't it. even bother polishing it. Like yeah, it, it, it's heck? still not good, but what YouTube did differently than, you know, Mixer and Facebook and all of them because Mixer just went, we're going to get, you know, Ninja and we're going to pay him a bunch of money and we're going to get this guy and we're going to pay him a bunch of money and they just threw money at the biggest streamers where what YouTube is doing is they're taking communities at a time. So, like, I remember they got Dr. Disrespect. Uh, a little bit later, I think they got Tim the Tatman. Tim Man. the Tatman, yep. Now they're get, it looks like they're getting Ninja. Ninja's going to move over. So you're getting streamers. I think, I think Ninja is, like, completely multi-platform now. He like he's on every. He's streaming on fucking Instagram. I think that's probably the smart move. I feel like if, if you can pull it off, that's a smart move because maximize you don't your be, revenue flows. You know, well, you don't want to be anchored to one policy either. Like Twitch can influence what you do, but like if they do something that really sucks, you just uncheck that box on your streaming program, right? Yeah. I think he's. I think what I think is going to happen though, because I think it, his name right now on Twitter is like user not found or something like mm. that. Like he's getting ready to make an announcement that he's going to YouTube. That's my guess is that he signed a contract with YouTube. You do. I do think you do kind of need a primary home, like, like that main one that people know. Cause yeah. like off the bat, Oh, where do I watch you? You want to have that like main one. And YouTube can be that because it's such a universal thing. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like, I watch more YouTube than television. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, it's my most commonly watched thing. It's yes. very easy to access. The idea is very simple. And, you know, like, if you know what you're looking for, it's generally kind of easy to find. Like, you can look up a user, and if you search it on there, you're going to find them. Yeah. You know, if you know Ninja's on there, you won't miss him. No. And, if he's broadcasting on there. But here's the thing. Like I said, they, they're moving whole communities over. Like, there's... I don't know if you guys know the community offline TV. Um, but 
there's a group of streamers in there. It's Lily Pichu. It's Saikuno. Okay. Uh, Disguise Toast. Saikuno, yeah. Guys, guys and girls like that. And they're moving them one at a time over to YouTube. So it's perfect because before you had this issue of, all right, well, I'm watching Saikuno, let's say, on YouTube. And then he goes offline. But Lily's still streaming and she's on Twitch. Well, I'm going to go right back to Twitch. If you take the whole community, those people are going to stay on YouTube. It's a very smart, like, marketing play to keep people engaged on your platform longer. The argument about Twitch chat versus YouTube chat, all right, that's fair. Like That could, YouTube, that could be fixed, though. It, it could easily be fixed. And the thing is, what we're seeing from Twitch is they're not doing anything to fix anything. No, I feel like Twitch totally stagnated since, like, even when like we stop streaming yeah like it doesn't seem to be growing except for like for the biggest it's, streamers it's like top scumbag members and that's that's the sad thing i've taken away is like i i see what feels like an environment where you have to be a scumbag to get to the top and it makes me look at everybody who hasn't been like incriminated in this with just a little bit of skepticism because if they're there how do they get there? Because it seems like you need to be a scumbag. Yeah. And that's just it. Like, I don't I don't believe that they all are. Like No, I, no, but it, just like but, like... but it makes you feel that way. Like, in like, terms of just, like, a healthy amount of skepticism, you kind of got to expect it. Like, yeah. you can't get to him. Like, I don't... Obviously, like, work should stand on its own. But, like, to a degree, like, I do think that, like, emotions about a creator matter. You know, like, yes. eventually, it's just like... I do get to that like eh point if somebody's acting that way, even yeah. if I like their content a lot, you know? Yeah, like I think about a Charlie or a Germa or a Ludwig, and I like all of them. I think mm. from at least I don't know any of them, but from my impression of them, they all seem like genuinely good people, like that are just doing their thing, you know? And, but like you said, because of all this stuff happening, you get those moments of people starting to question it. Like, are they, is this just like a facade or is this like it's the real, is it, is it the real person? Because it, like it's, it's also colored by like the least we've seen show that the top streamers make way more than anybody expected. Oh yeah. Way more. And it's just like, so to take the example of Charlie, Moist Critical, there was the kerfluffle where, uh, who was the user that was banging on the, uh, it was Dark Viper was doing the thing about it, like YouTube watching content on stream was yeah. killing small con content creators, and Charlie got defensive about it at first, but then he started talking about how he was changing things and he wasn't going to be doing that. But it still seems like he's just watching YouTube content on there, so it it kind of feels like it was just apology video fodder. And like I like Charlie, but like it just adds that like. What else yeah. am I just getting the lip service on? To a certain yeah. degree, yeah, I agree. I agree you know, like with that. I, I just it seemed a little weird where it's like nothing really changed at all, but it did generate some traffic for a little. It's bit. definitely one of those things where I feel like it may have been attempted. Like he may have t attempted to walk away from it, but now your user base is so used to it. That they kind of push it forward. Yeah, but you and, wouldn't talk about, you, like, actually, I think I'm great for doing this thing that I agreed, like, hurt people. Like, because he partially agreed with the points, and that's why he said he was changing, right? Yeah. 
So like I don't necessarily I don't like Dark Viper. He's no, he he's seems kinda, like a jerk. Yeah, he seems kind really of self-obsessed. But like there were other creators. Like uh, uh, I don't know if you ever seen some ordinary gamers, uh, Mudahar. Mm-hmm. He like he just flat out agreed with them. Yeah, you know, and like the like you listen, it's like there's there's kind of a point here. Like you've taken the intrigue away from these channels because somebody can watch a summary instead. No, Charlie, you can watch my videos. You can, you can watch my video. Like, I, I bet some the, people get a huge bump. From like it. I, I'm not getting a lot of viewers. I'll get something out of it. I'll yeah. take something. From I bet it. some people get huge bumps from him watching their stuff, but other people it probably robs them of their their algorithm thunder. Yeah, t- to a certain degree, I would agree. Like I think there there's a benefit and a drawback to it. Like for for a channel like mine, for example, like all joking aside, if he were to watch my video, if he were to enjoy it and kind of give it a seal of approval. There's probably going to be people that follow suit because they're like, oh, well, if he likes it, then I'll yeah. definitely like it. I mean, it. regardless and, you know, of his reaction, you would see an immediate bump yeah. in viewership. But at the same time, with negative reactions comes, you know, all right, well, I'm not going to watch that. You yeah. know, some people watch it once and some people come in just to give you crap. Leave a shitty comment. Exactly. Just leave you. I mean... I'm okay with shitty comments. Yeah, I mean, uh, have engagement I ever to- is engagement. Have I ever told you guys the first comment I ever got on my YouTube channel? No. The first ch- the first comment I ever got on my YouTube channel 10 years ago was, I want to punch you square in the face. That was the <laughs> That's first, a great comment. That was great. the first comment I ever you got. Pin that. Print that out, put it in your wallet, and get carry it around with you forever. I want to punch you square in the face. Get that shit laminated, put yeah, it in your wallet. Get a big glossy print. <laughs> No, granted. Hang it as a poster on your wall yeah, in your bedroom. I don't. I don't want to get too like far because like I don't think that that was like that huge of a controversy. I think this was like a philosophical difference between creators, yeah, which is just business. But you know, it's it's worth considering. But the way he handled it kind of reminds me where it's like sort of an apology, but then nothing really changes. Yeah. Uh, something I learned as a kid was that like. You're not really sorry if nothing changes. So, like, the best apology is not doing the thing you're apologizing for. Exactly. Yeah. You I'd rather you not apologize to me and show me. Just don't do it again. Exactly. Don't stop, apologize. Stop show me that it's me on different. Stop tapping shoulder and go to the other. God damn it! I'm sorry. That's, it was a it was a long day at work. That's 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 my wife. <laughs> Alex broke himself. He did. He that did. was. I'm. I'm proud of that. A fake outrage. The enjoy it. The um, my wife constantly will apologize to me for things. Oh, your wife apologizes to you. Yeah. Yes. You. You. You could like. You could both commiserate for this, but like all the time, you'll be doing something and you'll say something and they're like, "I'm sorry." And it's like, "What are you apologizing? There's nothing to apologize for. Stop doing it." Like, don't apologize. Just don't do it anymore, please. Dude, my wife apologizes for literally everything. She does. It's she's, she's wonderful, but, like, she'll open the door and then apologize. I'm sorry. She'll hold the, the door for you and apologize. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know so what you got to do? Your way. I, I swear I didn't do that. The door was in your way. I couldn't get there fast enough. I'm so sorry. I'm she gonna, was like this when I met her. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what? From now on, I'm going to, like, abuse this. I'm going to come over, and she's going to be like, I'm sorry. I'm going to be like, you better be. <laughs> you better be sorry. The best apology is not doing it again. You better be sorry. Because if you're not sorry, then the next time you will be sorry. <laughs> but, like, 
Just to be clear, we're talking about you threatening Pat's wife, yeah? No. no. Here I am cackling like Calvin. I'm I'm trying to make it clear for your sake. I wasn't sure Uh, about that reaction. Uh, I I understand Frank's motives. Okay. (laughs) I understand it pretty well. Fair, fair. fair. I was telling Frank this before you got here. Uh, My coworkers have taken to calling me Palpatine on account of my evil laugh. Your evil laugh. (laughs) I had a... Like... Go ahead. Speaking of how we talk to our wives, I, I had an interesting interaction at work. They so I I talk to her the same way I talk to you guys. Like it's it's a very like kind of like oh fuck you oh fuck you too kind of thing. It's sort of a northeast thing. Yeah, like, you you have that like fuck you mentality, and it's like fuck you fuck you so, man. So <laughs> if I, I said fuck you, my wife would apologize. <laughs> she recently had a had a thing on her face. She had like a a, a rash on her face, and. It was a big deal, and I ended up having to, to, to take her around to places. She's okay now. It's all good. But my, my manager is asking me about it, and she says to me, she's like, oh, how's your wife doing? I'm like, she's she's all right. She's not, like, really in any pain. Like, it's it's really me that's, that's kind of stuck here. Like, I'm the one that has to look at her. <laughs> and, like, I, at that point, I realized, like, I'm not talking to somebody who understands, like, what I mean. The humor <laughs> that you and your wife Yeah, that have. I'm joking. And she's like, oh, my God. Why would you say that? <laughs> like, really offended. And I'm like, no, no. You like, don't get she's it. okay. I, I, I'll call her right now and say, man, you're tough to look at. <laughs> and she'll say, well, you're no looker either and hang up on me. Like... The correct response would have been, well, she's not here to hear it, is she? <laughs> I may have given some response like that, but... What mama don't know. Don't hurt mama. You call her, you're like, you're not that good to look at. She's like, no, you. <laughs> no, she just, you. She just hits you with the no, you, and hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she wasn't ready for that. My manager wasn't. Yeah. So she was like... Oh my god! Like I think she's starting to get it now. Because, yeah, she like, didn't know you well enough to yeah. know like what that. Well, it was it was more of like a like a home life bleeding into work life kind of thing. Like this is how I act at home. I don't act this way around like people at work. So yeah. It's... Well, I I had an instance of that recently. I went to a baseball game, and a guy is about to propose to, you know, his girlfriend at the game, and I'm like. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm screaming, don't do it. And this girl beside me is like kind of side eyeing me. I'm like, it's been 10 years of pain. <laughs> so this guy in front of me, older guy in front of me, turns around and he's like, Your wife's not here, is she? I'm like, No, she's not. I'm like, But I guarantee you she would say the same thing. <laughs> But this girl's side-eyeing me the whole time like, you're an asshole. I'm like, my wife would say the same thing to me like about this moment. What, you're an asshole? Yes. I mean, I tell people I'm an asshole. You know what you should have said? Thanks, honey. <laughs> Canceled. Should have said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then continued to do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm sorry. Don't do it. <laughs> but um, I've like, been miserable for a decade. With everything that was going on with the Twitch shit, getting back to that, like oh, that's right. Where's, that's what we were video game say, thing. We, we, I thought we, we were just complaining about our wives or whatever. I was gonna start talking about gardening and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, that was the middle the middle 
you know, story oh, portion. Story time. Say, say story, time. story portion yeah. in the middle. Wow, dude, you paid it. That all paid off. It's <laughs> foreshadowing. I made it happen. But all right, thanks, guys, for showing up. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. <laughs> then, the, like, one of the things that people Sorry, were pointing out, a lot of analytics that were being shown, like, 99% of Twitch streamers get less than 50 viewers. I believe that. Less than 50. Think about how many people visit Twitch every day. And that that's how small some of the biggest streamers on the platform are. Which is absolutely fucking bonkers to me. Because in this moment, now Twitch is in a position where I think they really got to rethink this whole thing with the, the revenue splits. Because... If the Germas and the XQCs and the Charlies and all them leave, you lost your entire viewer base. There is definitely a, a, a precipice they're on. Like, I do think that this could change. Because, like, I think they've been stagnant because, simply put, nobody else really meets the bare minimum the way that Twitch has. Yeah. Um, like, it's not that... Twitch is great. It's that other platforms suck. Just aren't as good. Like I feel like YouTube arguably is as good, but the community features are are what keep people on Twitch. Yep. And how long is that going to last? Because Twitch wasn't always that way. No. People use all sorts of third party extensions and shit like that to make it work, and they can do it again. Yeah, I they'll mean, fi they'll figure it out. A perfect example is. Going back to the streamer uh, Ludwig, he has this guy automated who made a plugin that you can download, a Chrome extension that you can download that makes the chat for YouTube exactly like the chat for Twitch. Okay. And it's like, all their, I think eventually you're going to see YouTube come out and be like, well, you know, maybe we'll work with you and we'll make this a thing so that we can make the chat basically identical. So now what what's going to be the difference? How how are you going to differentiate these two things at that point? What's going to make you sit down and say that Twitch is better because on top of that, yes, ads run on YouTube, but number 1, they're skippable, which is huge. Mm -hmm. Like when you get ads on 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 Twitch, one of my biggest issues and part of the problem with discoverability, yeah, you might get discovered by somebody. Somebody might be watching you when you when you come in. But when you have two and a half minutes of pre-roll ads it's before they even come on, they're going to just tune out and, and they're going to go somewhere the, else. You like can't YouTube. just get rid of them like you used to. They they changed it so that the the Twitch Prime doesn't do that anymore. No. You got to get the Turbo or whatever the the thing nobody knows what the fuck it is. I don't um, even know if that's a thing anymore. I think it is, and it's just like you have to be that much of a simp to seek it out. Um, I used the magic word, by the way. You did. But. Not going to be able to be on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> what a problem. Oh, no. But uh, I don't know. I, f I feel like everything that makes Twitch alluring can be replicated with enough effort, and people will go for it. Yeah, one thing I I do need to I need to fix. I said it backwards. One percent of YouTube's 
entire viewer base gets 50 or less viewers. 99% or the 1% holds like all of the the viewership for Twitch. For Twitch and then the 99% holds a very small amount. That that bears out the in my estimation. Here's the other thing is like like following up on what I was saying, a YouTube premium membership will get you no ads on every stream. Yes. Every single stream. Just like it was on Twitch. Yes. Folks, like, hop on over. Like, now's the time. I, I have YouTube Premium. I've had it for years. Absolutely. I watch it so much, it's 100% worth it. It's the best $8 I spend every month. Yeah. Nice. Like, I, I've had it for years. I use it all the time. I mean, because I watch some streamers on YouTube. I've never watched a single bit of YouTube Premium content. No, but, neither have I. <laughs> but to have, like, screen off listening on the phone and to get rid of ads across all devices on my account is like super valuable to me because I watch the YouTube app 29 hours a day. 29 hours a day. Yeah, I don't have a problem. That's you a lot. Do. That's. Uh, I mean, I do. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm not going to even lie. I looked at my YouTube app the other day and it was like, on Tuesday, you watched YouTube for 12 hours. I'm like, oh, my God. But it's music and it's video. Yeah, it's exactly. Sort of like I use it for ambiance. I use it for guides. Like, I use it for more than just, like, you know, you would use Netflix for just entertainment, right? Yeah. Like, I use YouTube for, like, everything. So, like, I talked about a little bit on the Discord today. I'm seriously considering just moving over to YouTube at this point. Like, I, I mean, I've... I flipped and flopped more than fucking Big Show turns face and heel in wrestling. Right. Like I've done it a hundred times. But like at this point, like I'm I'm and people are like, is it really going to affect you that much? You're a smaller streamer. Will that even and it's like that's not the point. It's not the point of whether it's going to affect me or not. It's the fact of if I sit here and stay complacent to it, what makes it change? What's gonna make them change their minds if everybody's just like, ah, well, we're just okay with it. Honestly, I think the most powerful thing we can do is just, like, talk about it here. Like, they don't really... They don't, I get the impression that they could care less about the people who have 50 or less viewers because, really, they they're a financial battery. Like, they're going to spend money trying to make it, and that's where they're valuable rather than, like, bringing people in. Otherwise, they're just, like, you know, rope to bring people into the top stream. Oh, well, that was one of the arguments they made in that in that post. They talked about, like, if you're a streamer that doesn't get this many viewers, it's costing us money because of, like, server hosting and stuff like that. And I'm like, motherfucker, you're backed by Amazon, and Amazon is your server warehouse. Yeah. Don't tell me you're spending money on that, because you're not. Like, that, that whole thing came off is so that. disingenuous. It's like, hey, guys, listen, we can't, we can't pay you as much as we used to. We're charging us too much for, like, letting you do your job. Sorry, it's it's out of our hands. Yeah, like, we're charging us. It's got so we're gonna take your money instead. Exactly. And here's the thing that that I get, I get like my dick gets bent out of shape about. Oh God! Like like a question mark. Like a question mark. <laughs> yeah. What? Like the whole fucking thing that bothers me about it is that. They sit down and they say shit like this. And I'm like, you've got all these engineers and all these programmers and stuff. And what are they doing? Like, no offense to them, because they probably want to implement things that are going to make the experience for the chatters and for the streamers better. But you're not changing anything. Like, nothing has changed on this platform in multiple years. So 
Well, you're cutting costs in the wrong area. Maybe you should be cutting costs on the administrative side and on the engineering side, because if you're not looking to change a lot of things, your bread and butter is made by your streamers, not by the other side. So I think you need to focus more on the streamers and less on, you know, the other side. Like, that just makes sense to me. Well, to, to bring this full circle back to the, the, the beginning here, it was it, it's kind of similar to something I saw in relation to Big Mode, Donkey's indie studio. Yeah. In that uh, the people who are in charge of, like, running and, like, optimizing these services are usually ones who do not use it. Yeah. Like, the people who run... The whole idea behind Big Mode is that the people who run big publishers don't play video games. They don't understand what makes a good game. That's kind of like the thesis of the studio, I guess. And it's kind of the same thing with Amazon. Like, the people who decide what works on Twitch or what is going to work or what is going to happen with Twitch are people who don't use Twitch. Yes. They're the people who see, like, Twitch as a line item on a spreadsheet. And so, like, the decisions aren't going to be made for the ease of people who are using it or for, you know, a any, like, end-user satisfaction is going to be used to increase that line item. 100%. Like, and funny enough, I, I have to ask you, since, since you brought that up, because it fits perfectly with it. Have either of you guys seen the controversy around G2 right now? G2, the G2. the esports e team? team? No. So they Me. they had like some championship that they won. I don't know what game it was in. All I know is that the the guy the CEO of G2 put up a video on Twitter of him celebrating and like it's him popping champagne and stuff and in the video clear as day it's him partying with Andrew Tate. Going back to Andrew Tate again. Oh, my goodness. He's partying with Andrew Tate, and people are calling him out on it. And he, I got to give the guy a little bit of credit. He's like, he doubled down. He's like, I'll be friends with whoever the fuck I want to be friends with. No. Blah, blah, blah. I thought, I thought you were going to tell me that it clear as day you saw, like, white lines on the counter. No, <laughs> not that. Which you basically, well, anyway. G2 put out a statement, like, we don't agree with this. Like, we don't agree with his position. He's going on non-paid leave for, like, the next eight weeks or something like that. And then, after all that happened, then he took back his statement <laughs> about being friends with Andrew Tate. So once he got hit in the wallet, it actually mattered to him. Of course. Him. Okay. But before that, it didn't. But it's a, it's a perfect example of what you were talking about, of people not knowing. Like, you're partying with Andrew Tate. Because you don't know your audience. You don't know the audience that's actually watching your esports team. Yeah. Because it's just a money venture for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, side sidebar here. Um, Joint Hustler University? I don't know who Andrew Tate is, and at this point I'm too afraid to ask him. He's, uh, how to summarize it, he's basically like... Uh, I understand uh, he's like a, like a sex pest. He's the latest avatar of pickup artistry. Oh. I think there is some accusations of sex trafficking that go along with him, though. I think that's a that's like a real thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if those gates are open. Like anyway. So okay. So speaking of of sex trafficking, there's a billboard when I go to work every day. I see it, and it says sex trafficking happens here, and they on have the a website. 
But the way oh. that it's spelled, it's like they have a website and it's sextraffickingpa.com. And like every time I see it, I always see it as the sex traffic king. <laughs> sex traffic king. <laughs> like, come on down to the sex traffic king. Single file. We got Single Wayfair. Single file right here. <laughs> I'm at 111 Sex Boulevard. Come down. Brand name Wayfair. I am the sex traffic king. <laughs> <laughs> Get your sex today. <laughs> That's great. That, but like, and like, I hate myself every time. But like, I laugh at him. Like, <laughs> fuck. You're not laughing at the subject matter. You're laughing at how your brain. Yeah. you're allowed to laugh at that. I don't have to feel good about it though. <laughs> but you can if you want. All right. So I'm gonna try this again. It always fails, but we're gonna try anyway. What you playing, bitch? I think that was better than last week. Ah, yeah. It was identical. I think it was better. It was pretty good. All right, all right. I'm getting there. What am I playing? What you playing? Uh, well, me and Frank started. We, I tried out Omega Strikers. Oh my god, dude! Which is like if League of Legends had a Rocket League mode. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it kind of is that. It's like Mario Strikers. Okay. Um, on crack. Played it for like a half hour last night because like I had to go to bed because that it, it was early morning today. Um, it's where my brain's kind of fried. Uh, I found Rick and Morty on Hulu, so I caught up on the fifth season. Okay, it's uh, just as lackluster as I thought it would be. <laughs> I had heard that the people were saying it was turning into Adult Swim's new Family Guy. Kinda with the fifth season. Kinda. Like, I haven't watched since season one. Season two's okay. Season There's some two's good episodes. Okay. Some of the references, but like there there was a I forget who it was. It was no, you know what? You and I had this conversation. It was Matthew Matosa said it that meta is super easy. Like actors train their whole lives not to look at the camera. And to be meta, all you have to do is just forget that training. And that's what Rick and Morty is becoming, basically. It's just like okay. meta. Like there was that whole episode in season four about the the, the train narrative. What like uh like they had to fight like the jacked old dude like the train conductor and then it turns uh, out like, like a snow piercer type narrative? like a snow piercer type thing but like then it turns out that it was just like a toy train model that like the real Rick and Morty had bought mm. and Rick is like oh you, you you gotta you gotta buy things you just consume Morty spend your money on on things I I love you for. For buying this thing, you have to go buy another. And it's so. It also had Rick praying to, to Jesus Christ as his only Lord and Savior. Yeah, it was right. weird. It was a weird episode. Okay. But, uh. I got turned off by the fan base. Did Jesus show I'll be up? Be honest. He did. And then he fought the jacked old dude. It's right, hard we'll for fire. me to get turned off by the fan bases of things because literally everything I like has the worst fan base. Yeah. I mean, because you're a part of it, right? Well. That's a sad thing. It's that's not even the worst part. <laughs> um, it's it's a shame that fans can be so destructive to something's entertainment value, which is why I don't talk about anything that I actually like. Only things that you like, ironically. Yeah, yeah like there's the there everything from the B tier down. I'm willing to discuss in detail, but if it's on the A tier, you'll never hear me talking. That's about fair. It. I'll just be like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to share my. You secrets. know what that means, Frank? It means you and I are B tier people. Yeah, <laughs> At yeah. best, the B stands for butt. 
<laughs> you should have an A tier for S. <laughs> and <laughs> S tier for shit. <laughs> Which comes from the ass. And I've always known that. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. What are you playing? What am I playing? I still haven't really been playing much. I played a little more Power Washer Simulator. I finished the yeah. Firehouse. Oh, you fit you. You mother... Uh, I'll be honest. I finished it on my end, too. Okay, that's good. That's good. I, I also it. finished the helicopter. Oh, you did the... Hel I didn't get to the helicopter yet. Ooh, I still got to do the spoilers. fire engine. I got, I, got um, the, I got the highest level power washer now. Did you? It's really good. Oh, I can't wait. I'm halfway there. I've got I've got half the money I need. Oh, my God, um, dude. No, I also played a, a little Rocket League, and at last... At last, yeah, I can join dude. you fellas in the Pantheon. Rocket League forever. I'm a season eight tournament champion. <laughs> well, actually, it was Epic Goo Gas moment. Ep uh, that's right, it was. Epic Goo Gas moment. moment. Rocket League is our is our team. or that's our, our, that's our club name. Our club name, but we were playing as team Epic Goo Gas moment. Yeah, yeah. In solidarity with our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me... Obviously, I've been playing Omega Strikers, and I've been playing the absolute fuck out of it. Like last night, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play for a little bit, you know, and maybe I'll stream it, whatever." So I wound up streaming it for almost four hours, and then proceeded to play it after the stream was over for like another six. <laughs> And I was like, Jesus Christ, what is happening? You go so hard on this shit, dude. Like, I got so into it. Like, just game after game. Because it, I think what is so good about that game, and probably the worst feature about it, is queue times are quick, and the games are quick. Like, games are over in four minutes. Like at most, you're you're yeah. At most, you're a game even though I, end in like forty seconds. There are some like now. Granted, I did have one earlier when I was at, when I was talking to you about before you left to come here. I was like, I'm going to play some Omega Strikers while I wait, <laughs> and I played a game. Went into overtime. We wound up winning nine seven. So the game actually goes up to five, but you have to win by two. Volleyball rules. Um. So or tennis rules. We uh, we sit there and it just kept going back and forth, and our goalie was just not getting it done. He just wasn't getting it done. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to play like that, like sort of midfield goalie role. But I also was like, I gotta start doing eliminations because the guy who's playing forward and going up to shoot is not getting it done. Like he's just. Your whole team wasn't getting it done. He's not. Well, it wasn't his fault. He just couldn't be aggressive enough to score. So I'm like, all right, I got to eliminate somebody so he has a little bit more room to work. So I get a guy eliminated. We wind up winning nine to seven. And I'm like, dude, that game took like 10, 12 minutes. Like that was the longest game <laughs> I played in it game. so far. That's about an average Rocket League game. Yeah, like that's an average Rocket League game, but that's a very long game in, in Omega Strikers. Like... On average, I'd say games are like maybe four minutes. And I think that's the biggest appeal to it is like you could get into it really quick. One thing I will say I don't like, and I talked about it a little bit last night, is when you start playing in ranked, the way it's set up is, and I didn't know what it meant at first. It said ranked, no ban. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what the no ban thing means. So I found out later 
that you can pick specific characters that you don't like and they'll be banned from the match. You can't uh, okay. use that character type. And the character that I play the most is the one that's banned the most. Like, I wound up playing, like, 25 games where I couldn't play as my main because people keep banning them. So you like to play, like... As a Kuma? Broken OP characters is what you're saying. I, I, I don't see... I don't see anything about him that makes him OP well, over another one. Well, apparently the rest of the player base does. <laughs> <laughs> because... They're just afraid of you, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, you specifically is, I think. I, I, I get that. I get that. I mean, I'm just a beast. Like, that's They're why I have the title. They can see your playtime with the characters and they know who to ban. Like, but here's the thing. Like, the whole thing with this character, his name's X. So, he's kind of like a muscly dude. It's all, like, power moves. You're going to... Your your main goal is to kind of knock people off the off no. the field. Yeah. That's what you're going to do, and I think that's why people ban them mm. because it's the same thing as a couple nights ago. Me and Alex are playing Rocket League, and these dudes are getting mad because we're demoing them. Stop and demoing it's like, losers, bro. It's part of the game. Like if it wasn't part of the game, it wouldn't be a mechanic it in, the be game. in the game. There wouldn't be like an animation Facts. and like. So if you you're would get banned for it. But imagine if, like, Rocket League banned demoing from ranked matches. Imagine, like, if that was a thing that existed. Like, it would totally change the game. Or actually, that's not really a fair, fair analogy here. I feel like a fair analogy would be, imagine there was a car in Rocket League that could go half as fast and still demo you. Or, yeah, that that's true. He is a slower character. That would be bannable. <laughs> I, if you I, hate that play style, yeah, you would ban it's because he has the ability to to destroy people like better than anyone else. Fair. But would it come with the trade off of he can only go half as fast? Well, no, like so in Rocket League, they can do. You have to be going max speed, right? You can go half that speed and still destroy somebody. I yeah. wouldn't the car say itself isn't slower. I wouldn't say that. It's easier for him to demo because I can. What I've learned is I can. I'm pretty good at demoing people, regardless of the character I play. It's really about your positioning, setting up a demo or a, an elimination. Like you can set up eliminations by what I'll do a lot of times is I'll put it, I'll shoot the puck. It's like a puck and I'll shoot it against the wall so that they'll go over to play it. And then I just eliminate them because I'm like, I'm setting you up to be demoed. Like, I, because then I have a 2v1 playing offense, I'm giving myself the advantage here. Like, that's smart play, you know? That's, uh, take checking out of hockey. Mm -hmm. that, what sense does that make? You, you simply can't. Exactly. Like, it, it, it just, it's ridiculous to me. Despite what the grandpas say, the checking isn't coming out. <laughs> no. It, it, so... In that, but you know, I've learned to play other characters, and it's still fine. It's it's it, it's still a lot of fun, because learning the other characters is a lot of fun. Yeah, but um, learning is fun. I've been playing that. It's fundamental. Obviously, Power Washing Simulator. Obviously, Rocket League. Um, what was the other? I just played another game recently. Check out Captain. I know what you're about to play. Here. Shovel Knight Dig, y'all. I, I will be playing Shovel Knight Dig. I'm going to do it on stream because, I mean, it seems appropriate. Yeah. But that's definitely one I need to play. Oh, I played the fucking 
Star Ocean 6 demo on stream. Oh, Donkey would hate that. And I don't know how I feel about it yet. <laughs> like, it's very cheesy. It's very cheesy, but I'm in some ways I'm like kind of in for it. Yeah. Like it's cheesy in a way that I'm like, all right, I might, I might, I might be down for this. Nothing wrong with a little cheese. Yeah, nothing wrong no. with that. No. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, and you know, I like RPG, JRPGs. I've been very open about that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's it's a surprise to anybody. No news here. Surprise! I like JRPGs, <laughs> guys. Now go watch his Eternal Sonata video on Yo, YouTube. Yeah, that just came out today, dude. Thank you. You got you, bro. Thank you. That you just see with the plug. Trails in the Sky came out on Wednesday. Bing. Dude, Bang I, I have to ask. What did you guys see the thumbnails? Yes. I did. I did. That was the, uh the, that's that was the, Alex, right? That's Alex, yeah. yeah. Other They're, Alex. Other Alex, not Other me. Alex, yeah. I can't draw worth the shit. They're fucking great. Alex, the other Alex can though. She's great. <laughs> They're fucking great. I just, I just said to her when it came to Trails in the Sky, I'm like, all I need you to do, I want to be the chick. Do whatever you want. I want to be the chick in the picture. <laughs> Alex, if you're listening to this, I want to see Frank in a maid outfit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you in advance. She might do that. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> Make him a cat girl. You think I don't want to see that? A maid cat girl? Absolutely. No. Okay. I mean, if I'm a maid What's cat girl, animal? I'm putting that on a shirt. Uh, dogs. Dogs, make him a make him make a, dog him a cat furry. girl. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Cat girl, fin boy Frankie. <laughs> like, I I just I I do love the I do love the thumbnail. She did such an incredible job. Yeah. Go check out her art, guys. I'm gonna put it in the description. Go, go check out her art on the YouTube video. Yeah, on the YouTube video. Go to her T Public account. Like if you want to get like a shirt or something, do it. Oh, Supporter, yeah, okay, she does. Okay, okay. Supporter, supporter, like one hundred percent. You heard it. You can't unhear it because she's not getting paid by me. You only get paid in exposure. <laughs> <laughs> Though to Sounds be fair, you kinky. were open about that from the beginning. I did see that exchange on the Discord. I was. I was very open. You get paid in exposure. That's how this works. <laughs> it's not a lot of exposure, no. but there's some at no, least. Like ten people are going to see it, but you know what? That's ten more than that would have. Yeah, so. I mean, maybe they might have seen it anyway. But Jesus. hey, hey, hey! I mean, this was the agreement. <laughs> She's on her way to the top. On her way. Started from the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. It seems like it's about that time, boys. Yeah, fire's she's dying out. Be on top, and she's getting exposure. No, whoa! Now I know it's now I know it's time. Yeah, it's definitely it's time. time. It's, it's definitely time. time. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Hopefully, this all works out. You can probably hear the airplane. Yeah, flying yeah, I mean, overhead. You get some crickets in there. It's you get some like some uh, night yeah, ambiance. You get a little crackling of the fire. That'd be real nice. Yeah, like we're gonna. I'm gonna find out. Yeah, probably not too long from now. Yeah, but it's gonna be a good one. I think it's going to be going. Now, the next episode, this will probably come out in the next day or so. The next episode will probably be a little bit longer in between since it's going to be a shorter period between yeah. these two. Yeah, we're going to have to take, uh, take a little time to wake up the Green Day guy. Yeah. yeah. You know. September's about to end. So. Yeah. we got to wake him up. Now the talk Earth, to Wind, him. and Fire have uh, done their bit for the year. Yeah. So, we're going to... We're going to probably have like three weeks from this episode to the next episode, but that's okay. Enjoy it. Enjoy the silence. Go back and listen to the other ones if you haven't. And if you have, listen to them again. And play Shovel Knight. And play Shovel Knight. Knight. And go next to the 7 Eleven. (laughs) Next to the 7 Eleven. Dude, I'm just riffing (laughs) here. On your 3DS. (laughs) 
Make so, an apology video for fucking up the Seven Eleven joke or whatever. And whatever yeah, you do, yeah. please, please don't gamble. Yeah. Just don't, just don't gamble. Just don't, just don't do if it. If there's anything that you learned from this stream, don't gamble or uh, this podcast. We're the last people on the internet just begging you, please don't fucking gamble, just especially don't. not like a moron. Don't do it. Don't do it. And if you lose all your money, <laughs> don't steal from your friends. Don't steal your mom's credit card. And buy a bunch of V-Bucks. Just don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. No. Stop it. No, please. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen that clip? You talk about the old man, right? In the kitchen? Don't do it. No, don't do it. He drops the potato (laughs) in the the pot. I'm a virgin. (laughs) He's like 80 years old. No. No. All right. Give him the outro, Alex. Give it to him. Hey, whatever time it happens to be, wherever it is you happen to be, go fuck yourself, San Diego. Stop